Ladies, gentlemen, good morning, and many thanks to AIEE for this kind invitation. I would like to share with you my views on coming flexible electricity systems. On the demand side, you will see a mix of markets and regulation. Flexibility is at the core of EU decarbonization strategy because our strategy is electrification with clean energy. This implies six times more green electricity than today. We are first to decarbonize the electricity we already consume, plus to start the direct electrification of road mobility, heating and cooling in buildings and for households, and some parts of industrial processes, plus, at a point, to start indirect electrification of maritime and aviation transportation, other parts of industrial processes via green hydrogen, green ammonia, of course, competing with biofuels, with synthetic fuels from gas plus CCUS, who knows, but today's gas crisis is reminding all of us that flexibility of electricity systems is key. I will do it first by looking at the supply of flexibility on the consumer side, distinguishing four types of consumer flexibility, from demand response to system peaks, to integrating consumption in a transactive process. Then, I will look at the uses of flexibility, distinguishing three levels of use, transmission, distribution, behind the meter. First type of consumer flexibility, demand response to system peak pricing. I know, not new. It exists since decades that certain consumers gain by not consuming at peaks. It's even a tradition in France. We call it EGP. It's demand response to seasonal peaks. Mainly professionals do that, but even households. In 2021, if you are ready not to consume on 22 rate days, being at 374 euros a megawatt hour at retail rate, a new business is come for aggregators. Demand response at all peaks, including daily peaks. It is made EU legal by the clean energy package, but the concrete rules, aggregators versus suppliers, are left national. A leading French in this business, Voltalis, a leading German, next Kraftwerke, 10,000 clients and 9 gigawatt managed in 2020. It's a typical business of light assets intermediary and trader. Expansion of electricity consumption via electrification of industrial processes will expand the potential business of demand response. And I have already seen industrials studying what could be the right flexibility potential to give to their new investments. Consumer flex type 2. Managing distributed generation with storage. Expansion of rooftop PV questions the right size of PV assets 
vis-à-vis size of self-consumption, plus the lower storage costs expand the set of choices for prosumers, more than one million in California. Management of distributed generation with storage opens the box of price arbitrage, grid tariffs for peak injection or withdrawal, supplier tariff for energy, support schemes for renewables. The prosumer can decide, act and react. The German company Zonen sold already more than 60,000 home storages. Consumer Flex Type 3. Managing a flexible load being a storage, uh, electric vehicles. An electric vehicle is both a flexible load, it can charge at different points and different times, and a storage. Smart charging means making arbitrage for EV charging. Vehicle to grid V2G adds options of injecting electricity into the grid, giving a wider arbitrage perimeter. EV owners have to choose being active or passive, including for their car to be able to do V2G. But you may know that Volkswagen now installs V2G on all its EVs. EV owners can also arbitrage charging at home, at work, or in a station. If 15% of the EU fleet was made of EVs, we would have 40 million EVs being carved, more than 2 terawatt hours of batteries on wheels. Consumer Flex Type 4, integrating key consumption devices into a transactive process. We know that it's not so easy for consumers to evaluate all options and to manage well their flexibility at home, in a shop, in a building. But this can be automatized via a proper digitalization of key consumption devices with sensors measuring this or that, actuators controlling the quantity of energy used, and controllers doing the calculation and communicating with external actors. Let's look at cases of transactive energy in the US, a proof of concept named RATES in suburb of Los Angeles for three years, now tested at scale in Colorado project test with 58,000 participants. Each key device gets sensors to measure things and actuator to control the use of energy. You see battery, pool pump, uh, we are in California, heating and cooling and electric vehicle. Each device also obeys to owner preferences plus a matching learning advice, integrating in a home integrating controller, a kind of small computer. You see initial condition, owner preferences, local weather forecast, device sensors, etc. etc. Thanks to a dedicated electronic platform, all these home controllers interact with system operator pricing in California, California ISO, and supplier tariffs in California, this region, Southern California Edison. 
you see consumption is fully integrated into markets decision making. Now, level of use of these flexibilities. Transmission first. Needs of flexibility at transmission level vary from one country to another. And in the same country, it varies from one electricity mix to another. Let's look at the French transmission system operator, RTE, just released 2015 net zero study. Its central scenario sees electricity consumption in 2050 at plus 200 terawatt hours, plus 40%. But if France have in 2050 51 gigawatt of nuclear, today we have 61 and 135 gigawatt of renewables, the whole front flexibility given by demand response and V2G will be at 15 gigawatt, enough to get front security of supply with only one additional gigawatt of system battery. But if France had no nuclear at all and 345 gigawatts of renewable, France security of supply will need additional 26 gigawatts of system battery and 29 gigawatts of decarbonized thermal plants. Second level of use, distribution level. We have seen, it's another story, but we have seen the French TSO expecting 135 gigawatts to 345 gigawatts renewable in France 2050, with 110 gigawatts to 285 gigawatts connected to distribution grids. A lot of investments to come needed, and investments also mean costs. But at distribution level, flexibility can also be a tool to reduce network investments. On the left-hand side, a German study in blue, wind, in yellow, solar, with 3 to 4 percent curtailment of renewable injections, one might save 40 percent, 50 percent investment needs. On the right-hand side, cost and benefits calculation by foreign school, but I have no time to enter into it. What is the flexibility toolbox that we need to organize flexibility at distribution level? Left-hand side, the European Association of Regulators, CER. On the right-hand side, the European Association of DSOs. They look the same. Network tariffs, tariff solutions, connection agreements, connection agreement solutions, market-based procurement, market-based solutions, rule-based approach, rule-based solutions. Well, the DSOs are only adding technical solutions using grid assets, which looks correct because they are the professionals of the distribution grid. They know things that regulators do not look closely at. So do we have a deal? No, we have a deal on the names of the chapters, but there is 22 options within these chapters, and European regulators and European DSOs did not agree and do not agree yet.
but European transmission system operators and distribution system operators met in June to discuss a regulatory framework for distributed flexibility with 24 recommendations in four areas. Ah, is it a deal? No. One third of disagreements. Market access and rules for aggregation, five topics, 100% agreement. Measurement, validation, settlement, five topics, 100% agreement. But product design and procurement, five topics, 100% disagreement. Market processes and transmission distribution coordination, 10 topics, 40% disagreement. We do not have a deal between TSOs and DSOs. We have negotiation and we do not have a deal with these grid system operators and regulators. Deal not yet done. Third level, behind the meter. Remember that aggregators and retailers both play in the wholesale market. Retailers buy wholesale and fraction it for the consumers. Aggregators buy at consumers and repack at a wholesale side. But many, many other actions always stay at the consumption level. Therefore, behind the meter of the distribution grid, as decentralized generation, decentralized storage, management of EV charging and of V2G, etc. Here, the consumption flexibility can be directly integrated with operation of decentralized generation, operation of decentralized storage. It is the third level of flexibility, the behind the meter flexibility. Prosumers and prosumagers can prefer to get this integration of their assets with their consumption from an asset-like professional. Look at UK. Supplier Octopus does it for owners of a Tesla plus power wall storage plus roof PV, guaranteeing the smallest price for all complementary energy supplies they will need. Zonen in Germany does something similar with the batteries itself, offering an energy community to their owners. The highest Zonen battery Econlinks 10 kWh also offer to control the consumption devices at home. Our grid and reposit power in Australia guarantee five years of free energy supply to all households investing into 6.6 kilowatt PV and 11.8 kilowatt hour storage monitored and managed by Reposit Power Home Controller. The EU legal definition of energy communities in the clean energy package might open the way to other collective actions independent of market-based suppliers undertaking. See the coming pioneering community, Zola, initiative of Allensbach, Baden-Württemberg, having got the Innovation Award 2021 by Renewable Green Initiatives last week. Empowerment of prosumers and prosumagers can also give rise to peer-to-peer 
sharing of PV, storage, EV charging in a sharing economy scale. Digital platforms can play a big role to simplify trade and transactions. Conclusions 1. Wider electrification of EU energy systems will increase the role of decentralized resources, be they generation or storage, and increase the value of a deeper digitalization of consumption devices, its pumps or EVs. Internet of Things will permit billions of devices to emit, to receive, to act and to interact. Conclusion 2. Proper regulatory frame to reach the full potential of this wave is not yet defined. But regulators, grid operators, utilities, independent businesses, prosumers, communities, EV owners are already thinking and testing for the success of our EU 2030 decarbonization targets. One needs this EU big bang to succeed. Grazie mille a tutti.